to Behind the Design Podcast, your digital version of co-working that takes you behind the scenes on how to create an authentic brand, build an intentional business, and live a life with purpose every single day. I'm your host and brand guru, Olivia Silvestro, equipping you with the tools to wake up every day doing what you love and make money doing it. I'm so excited you're here. Let's get to it. The reason you started your own business rather than work a regular nine to five was for more freedom. So why is it the further along in business we get, the less time we take off? Or when we do take time off, we feel guilty about it. Traveling while running a business does not need to be stressful. I think this guilt comes from the lack of planning. So today's episode, I am sharing what I do to travel to places all over the world without having to sacrifice the integrity of my business, keeping clients happy, and continue to grow your business all while sipping mojitos in Bali. Whether you want to take a longer trip or do just a quick getaway, these tips will ensure that you get the rejuvenating and recharging time off that you deserve. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Behind the Design Podcast. Before we get started on this episode, I am just going to be super transparent and let you know that I am so sick. Um, That is why my voice sounds like this. I'm also recording this episode from my bed. Yeah, that's the new low level of CEO that I've gotten to this week, the holidays planning for this trip that I'm going to share with you guys today has completely burned me out. So before we get started, just a little disclaimer on why I sound like an old man that's been smoking for the last 100 years. Anyway, I am so excited about this episode. I'm so passionate about it. I love to travel and I truly believe that being in the moment is the most important part of your experience. And the way to do that as a business owner when you're not getting PTO or have a boss that's handling things back at home is to plan ahead to make it not stressful, relaxing, and an intentional vacation off. Right now, as this podcast airs, I am currently in Bali. I'm leaving today when I'm recording this, but right now I am in Bali. And all of these tips that I'm sharing today are the ones that I do in order to go on long trips that help me as a business owner come back rejuvenated, excited, and creative. So if you've been wanting to travel more in 2020 or you just want to travel better and less stressful, this is going to be an awesome episode for you because these are true proven systems and steps that I do in order to actually enjoy my vacations. So before we dive in on how to prep your business for travel, I have a few just housekeeping things to talk about. Okay, so if you are new here and you've stumbled across this podcast, I am Olivia Silvestro, the owner and art director of Current Design Studios. We design brand and websites for health and wellness businesses. You can work with us through custom design where we create a fully custom logo and website along with collateral and create a brand foundation to really help you go out and spread your impact. 
You can also purchase website templates that are on our website. They are easy drag and drop websites. They're made specifically for health and wellness business owners, and they're an amazing way to have a beautiful, cohesive website without the custom price tag. And you can use code DESIGN15 to get 15% off your first purchase. And lastly, if you love this podcast, subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And I'm giving a free website audit to everyone that leaves a review. That's a full website audit. I will look at every single page on your website and I will give you my tips on how to make it better and high converting. Also, follow along on Instagram. Send me a DM. Say hi. I would love to chat and connect with you at current.designstudio. All right, let's get straight to the episode. So the good, the bad, and the woo-woo of this week. The good, I am going to Bali today. Woo! I might be a little sick. I might be a little disorganized, but I am going to Bali. After two 12-hour plane rides and a seven-hour layover in Dubai, I will be sipping mojitos and mimosas alongside my business besties in Ubud. That's the first place that I'm going to. So that is just so exciting. I'm stoked, even though I'm in my bed and I'm sick, but that's fine. The bad, I'm a little sick. It's not that good. It's not good because I'm going to be on a plane for 24 hours at the least. So I'll be inside. It's not going to be great, but it's okay. I've got my vitamin C. I've got my melatonin. I've got everything I need. So that's just not good. My woo-woo for the week is this isn't really that woo-woo. This is just like crazy sister live. But I made a worksheet for my brothers to fill out and work on to help them save money. (laughs) I'm not really sure what impulsed me to do this. Well, I do know what impulsed me to do this. I have this really awesome method that has proved to work for me to save money and I really want to help my brothers. So I made this worksheet for them so that they can save money and go on trips and do fun things like I'm doing. So yeah, that's me just being a crazy overbearing sister. Had them fill out a worksheet just like the freebies that I sent you guys I'm giving to my brothers. So yeah, that's what it's like to be one of my family members. Okie dokie, how to prep your business for travel so your vacation is stress-free and your business does not crash while you are gone. So I got a lot of questions about this topic when I first spoke about it on my Instagram stories. Perk of following me on Instagram, I actually answer you and answer your questions. Questions like, how did I find a mastermind that travels like this? Because the sole reason I'm going to Bali is to meet with my mastermind coach and the girls that I go with. How did I find a mastermind that travels, the products and essentials that I pack for business specifically, and how do I choose the duration of my trips, which I'm going to answer all of these questions directly at the end. I'll be answering them a little bit throughout when I'm giving my tips, but I'll answer them directly at the end. And then also at the end, I'll share some products and advice I have for self-care to ensure that you truly have relaxing time and aren't taking a bunch of time to recover. Okay, so how to plan your business for travel. There are eight tips. Stay tuned for all of them because all of them are super important. Like they all kind of work together. Step number one, 
Pick a date at least a month in advance and where projects are naturally coming to an end. This is important for whether or not you're doing a trip that is for weeks or just a quick getaway. You should plan out your tentative travel schedule at least six months in advance. So you can see like, okay, I have a wedding this day and I want to go a day early or We've always wanted to go to Nashville, Tennessee, and that's only a three-day weekend, but we want to go there. And then I want to do a two-week, three-week trip to Bali. So you should be planning these out six months in advance so that they're never stressful and that you can over-communicate to your clients and pick a date at least a month in advance and where projects are naturally coming to an end. So what I mean by this is if you are running a coaching business and your programs are coming to an end the end of April, then probably that second week of May or even the end of the first week in May would be an awesome time for you to go on vacation because you can rejuvenate your finishing the program rather than going in the middle of your program. Planning ahead accordingly. I like to do this six months in advance so I have like a general idea of where I want to go so it's not stressful and I don't surprise my clients. If you're like, I don't even have that, my six months planned out, then you should listen to the previous episode, my five steps to planning your business for the new year and to continue to plan your goals. So head back to that episode if you don't even have a month planned (laughs) of your business. But If you have that all laid out and you can kind of look at what your travel schedule is like or what you want it to be like, then you can kind of plan projects accordingly. And this is super important too because if you're like, I want to have more free time this year in my business, I want to have more time to travel, then you need to get it on the calendar. It needs to be on there or it will never happen and you won't even be able to make it happen. Step number two, over communicate to your clients. Do not surprise them. This is how they get upset, and I'm speaking from experience. The first time I went to Thailand a few years ago, I had only started my business within three months, so I didn't have a ton of clients, but I also didn't even know how to run a business. I went to Thailand for like three weeks, and my clients were not super happy, or I really just had one client that was not super happy, but either way, you don't want to upset anyone, so you want to over-communicate. So what I mean by this is the second you book your trip, which probably about six weeks in advance. And I'm talking about a long trip. So let me talk about the long trip first and then I'll explain the quick getaway. So if the second you book your long trip, probably about six weeks beforehand, say, okay, this is when I'm going so that they know that this trip is coming up. And then every week I would just ensure that you continue to tell them, okay, this is what we need to get done beforehand. This is what needs to happen. This is how many calls we're going to have beforehand. This is what's going to happen and like before I go on this long trip. And then the week leading up to it, just keep saying just a reminder, blah, 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 all this. For quick getaways and trips like for a week or just a long weekend, what I do is at the beginning of every month, I just tell my clients my travel schedule. So I'll just say, send out an email like the first of every month. Hi, happy January. Just a reminder that these are the days off. Like I'm going to be out of office Friday, January 6th, Thursday, January 24th. I don't even know if those are the right dates, but sending out an email of the month of the days that you're going to be off. But as far as long trips goes, 
I would just over communicate to your clients, let them know your itinerary, let them know if you're going to be working, all that stuff, which I will explain in the next few steps. But over communicate. I can't stress this enough coming from experience of an under communication over communicate to your clients. Step number three, define the intention of your trip before you go. So steps three and four kind of go with each other. But what I mean by defining the intention of your trip before you go is decide what it's for. Is it for creativity? Is it for adventure? Is it for relaxation? What is the intention of your trip? Because different trips have different reasons. You know, if you're going on a three-day trip, you don't need to work those three days. You don't even need to answer any emails because you're probably going to be busy. It's going to be quick. You're getting things done. You might be seeing friends. What is the intention of the trip? And you need to define that before you go. Because step number four is being realistic about the work that you're going to do. Are you going to be relaxing poolside at a JW Marriott? and you can answer emails easily and your laptop won't be at risk? Or are you going to be motorbiking up the high van pass in Vietnam? I have done both of those types of vacations. And the JW Marriott poolside, your laptop's not at risk. You can easily wake up, answer emails, maybe do an hour of work, and then go and do what you need to do. Now, if you're adventuring all around Vietnam, which I did last March, you're not going to want to take your laptop. You're probably not going to be connected to Wi-Fi for that long. There's not much that you're going to be doing because you're going to be adventuring. And it's important to define the intention before you go so you can be realistic about your work so that you can communicate to your clients. Do you see how they all kind of go together? Let's do two examples of types of trips. So I'm going to use my Vietnam trip as an example. Last March or April, I went to Vietnam for three weeks and I stayed in six different cities. I was motorbiking up the High Van Pass. We were staying in hostels. We were staying in homestays up in rice fields that had no Wi-Fi, really no good connection. And I knew that before I went that this was the type of trip that it was going to be. If I had to answer an email, I could answer it on my phone. So I didn't even bring my laptop. And I told my clients leading up into that point that I was not going to be working, doing any design work for three weeks. So if they needed anything from me, they needed to send it to me beforehand. So that's example one. You know, I even started telling them about that trip probably two months in advance because I knew that I wasn't going to be doing any work at all. So I really wanted to over communicate that that wasn't going to happen and that we needed to wrap up the projects beforehand. So then, you know, if I had any last minute clients that were like, oh my God, I need this, I need that. It's like, well, I told you that I was leaving. I'm sorry, but we'll have to wait until we get back. And then example number two of what you can do is if you do want to work or you are going to bring your laptop, know how much work you're going to be able to do. Like, are you going to be able to take on a client? Can you take on one or two calls while you're there if they're only going to take you 45 minutes? Probably. So, But be realistic and don't overbook yourself because then you're sacrificing the intention of your trip. So really get clear on what the trip is for. If the trip is to spark creativity and really build a foundation for your business and come back rejuvenated and not burnt out, then don't work and plan ahead. Plan 
weeks and weeks and weeks ahead so that you don't have to worry about it. Your clients are happy. You have work when you come home and all of that stuff. So let me just recap. We're about halfway through. Number one, pick a date at least a month in advance where projects are naturally coming to an end. Step two, over communicate to your clients. Number three, define the intention of your trip before you leave. And number four, be realistic about the work that you can do on your trip. Number five, make an itinerary. If you're going on a trip for 10 days plus, write out where you're going, what you're doing, where you're staying, and then plan the days that you'll work and answer emails in there. So if every three days you're going to answer emails, you know that it'll be kind of chill. You're staying at a nice hotel that's definitely going to be connected to Wi-Fi. Then pick that day as two hours to answer your emails. And again, over communicate, check in with your clients, send them emails, ask them how they're doing, all of that stuff. So make an itinerary so you know the days that you're going to be working. And then even you can tell your clients, okay, I'm going to be working on this day. You know, I'll be able to answer emails if you want to send me something to work on by then or even book your call. So a lot of you guys are coaching clients or have coaching businesses. So schedule your calls. You know, if you're like, okay, I need to work at least one day while I'm there, pick a day, go to a nice hotel that you know is going to be connected to Wi-Fi and do that day of full calls and then spend the rest of the time relaxing and rejuvenating. Number six is schedule everything beforehand. This as far as marketing materials. So the thing is you don't want to come home from your trip with nothing on the books. So your marketing materials, like your business shouldn't stop while you're on vacation. So you should plan out your weeks while you're on your trip as far as social media and all of that stuff. And then another thing that I did for the first time ever was I didn't book any clients for January and I'm only taking clients starting February because I knew that my intention for this Bali trip was to really set the foundation for the rest of the year. I worked really hard last year. I met all of my goals and I just wanted to reward myself and get really creative and really decide how I want to move forward as a business owner to best serve my clients in 2020. And that is the intention of my trip in Bali. So I am not doing any client work while I'm there. I do have some updates, but I'm not starting any new projects while I'm there because I do not want the stress and I know it's best for myself and my clients to go forward and have that chill time while I'm there. But I still am setting up all of my marketing things that are still going. I've recorded podcasts that are still going to go out every Wednesday while I'm gone. I have every other day an Instagram, a Facebook, and a LinkedIn post is going to go out. I have everything planned so that my business doesn't stop. You don't want people to think that when you go on vacation, the world ends. You want your to plan out your social media going forward. And yes, it's a lot of work and you might be doing a lot of work, you know, the few weeks leading up to that, but then you could chill. You could chill. Even if you have a four or five day trip, plan out those four or five days so that it's done. Like your business doesn't have to stop just because you're on vacation. And then also, if you have are setting up calls for new clients and you're going on this three-week trip, don't say, oh, I'll call you back when I get back. You say, no, I'm going to be gone. Potential new clients don't even need to know that you're going on a big trip. I don't tell the clients that 
are starting in February, I told them, but not on my sales calls. You know, you say, I'm only taking clients starting February 1st. Let's get you on the books. I'll get your deposit. We'll start the contract so that right when we February 1st starts, we hit the ground running. So that's exactly what I did. I have clients that are starting right when I get back on February 2nd so that I can hit the ground running when we get started. So lining up your business or for more business for when you get back from your trip. Now, this doesn't really have to happen for quick getaways, but for longer term trips, I highly recommend, you know, planning it out at least six weeks in advance and then start saying, okay, I'm booking now for February, March, April, whatever the day is so that you can get started right away. Number seven, pack accordingly. Know what you need beforehand. If you are going to work and you're going to the middle of Laos that definitely has no Wi-Fi, then you probably want to bring a hotspot or you know that you are staying in a loud hostel, then I would bring headphones so that you can do your calls without any interruption. So I would know what you need beforehand in order to make the work happen or for you to get done what you need. Also, this isn't so much packing, but planning is being realistic about what you're going to get done. So I like to do stuff on the plane. Like if you have a seven hour plane, there's no reason why you need to binge watch a Netflix show and then work while you're at your destination. If you have seven hours worth of work that you are going to do over the duration of your vacation, do it on the plane. Like buy the Wi-Fi. It's probably $20, $30. Buy the Wi-Fi finish what you need to do and then go on from there. Gary Vaynerchuk, I think, says this, like there's no reason to be wasting time and you are completely wasting time if you're binge watching Netflix on a seven or 24 hours, in my case, plane ride. So I have a list of things that I'm doing on the plane that I know is realistic. I'm not going to be designing logos on a plane, but I can be, you know, prepping podcasts. I'm going to start an IGTV channel. So prepping and planning, things like that. I'm hiring some assistants, you know, being realistic and planning what you can do on the plane beforehand. And number eight, and probably the most important is put self-care first. Remember the intention of your trip. You know, there's no point in going on vacation if you're going to be working the whole time and coming back just as high strung and stressed out as you were beforehand. I used to feel so guilty about wanting to go on vacation and wanting to take time off, but now I realize for my clients and the integrity of my business, it's absolutely something that I need. And for you who is a conscious doer, a light worker, a coach that is helping transform people's lives, you need to put yourself first. And taking time off guilt-free, stress-free is pertinent for you to help your clients be the best possible versions of themselves because that's what you need to do. So put self-care first. Remember the intention. And if you plan accordingly, you will be rejuvenated so you come back creative and ready to work. So treat it as that. If you plan ahead, it will be way less stressful and you'll come back excited with new ideas and to best serve your clients. Those are my eight tips on planning your business for travel. And trust me, they work. I do them for my long, crazy, adventurous trips around the world, but I also do them even when I'm just hanging out with my family on the weekends or doing a quick getaway. 
So I hope this is helpful and I hope that you implement these on your next trip because you deserve it. If in 2020 you want to have more travel in your life and your business that's stress-free, definitely implement these tips to help you do just that. Okay, questions that I got. So the first question that I got was, how did you find a mastermind that travels? So this is kind of a completely different topic, but what I did was I knew that I wanted a high-level mastermind and I looked for a coach that had a business that I wanted to have. So it just so happened that you know, we had a final retreat that kind of wrapped up the final six months that we've been working together in a cool destination. Now, this is not the reason why I chose this mastermind. This is a super high level mastermind that I'm in. It has been a ton of work. It was a huge investment. And this trip to Bali is to really celebrate all of the big wins that I've had over these last six months along with the girls that I've been doing it with. I will be doing a podcast episode on coaching and investing very soon and I'll go way further in depth in this but my biggest suggestion is if you're looking for a business coach or a mastermind is to find a coach that has a business that you want to have because they're going to show you the steps that they took to build that business and then you just need to follow the blueprint. So that was the reason why I invested in this coach and this mastermind because I knew I wanted a group setting. I knew I wanted it to be really small and I knew I wanted to implement systems to scale. Okay. What are your travel essentials for business? So I have a bunch of resources and products that I use for business and self-care. So first I'll go into business. Number one is a surge protector. So a surge protector. Oh, also I'm going to be linking all of these in the show notes. So you can purchase the ones that you want. Surge protector. So if you go to a different country, they have different watts of electricity Every country is different. So a surge protector basically protects your like laptop and your phone and everything from having too much voltage, which kind of burns it out a little bit. So I noticed when I went to Thailand, I didn't use a surge protector and my phone just didn't stay charged as long and it took forever to charge. So a surge protector just helps with that. I have a little mini travel one that I bring that I just plug my laptop in with and it's proven to be really great. Another thing that I do is bring headphones always. So that could be, I guess, both business and leisure, but for phone calls specifically, it's a lot easier, especially if you're in a hotel or in a hostel. It's great to have headphones to really make your sound perfect. So I have AirPods, which I love, but I lose literally everything. And I can't even tell you how many times I've fallen asleep on the plane and woken up with an AirPod missing. So I'm actually on this trip bringing my AirPods and my old headphones just in case because I'm really scared I'm going to lose my AirPods. So stay tuned to see if my AirPods make it back from Bali. I'm sure they will, but you never know. Okay, my laptop or my iPad. So it depends what kind of trip that I'm doing. So this is actually the first long trip overseas that I'm doing that I'm bringing my laptop. Otherwise, I've brought my iPad with a keyboard so I can still do work on the plane and answer emails at hotels and stuff 
both using a keyboard or not just on my phone. I personally visually like to look at things in front of me rather than my phone. So I bring my laptop or my iPad. I would bring whatever you need that's going to be able to help you do the work that you've planned out on your itinerary. A portable charger. This is just important. This is another business and leisure. You should always have your phone charged if you're in a different country. Having that portable charger to ensure that you are able to make your phone calls, able to text your clients, able to answer emails wherever you are, and also be able to use your Google Maps if you need to. An adapter. So again, with the plug thing, different countries have different plugs. So I just have this adapter. Honestly, I got it at 7-Eleven in Thailand, I think in Phuket, because I didn't realize that you needed to do that. I have this one that I literally got for $5 at 7-Eleven, but on Amazon, they have much better quality ones and they have like a universal one. So it'll work all over the world. Another thing that I bring is a hotspot. So I just make sure like no matter where I am, whether I'm on a random island in the middle of Cambodia, I can connect to Wi-Fi. So resources and products I use for leisure or self-care. I always download an audiobook because sometimes when I am staring at a screen on my laptop or watching Netflix, which I don't usually do on a plane anyway, but I like to listen to an audiobook. You could just sit there with your eyes closed even and listen to an audiobook. So I use Audible for that. I also always pack a pair of socks because my feet are always cold. I drink lots and lots of water leading up to my trip. So no matter if your flight is an hour or 24 hours, you need to drink a lot of water. Even if you pee a lot, you get so dehydrated and I could really tell in my skin when I haven't drank enough water. I try to do as much yoga as I can leading up to it. I usually do it in the morning of and like right before I get on the trip just to stretch and move around. On my layovers, I do chair yoga just to stretch and get your body moving because when you get to your destination, you don't want to be a zombie. Like you want to have fun. You want to be good. So stretching yoga, any sort of physical fitness before you get on a plane is great. Another thing I do is I keep my toiletries in my backpack. So rather than packing them in my suitcase, I pack them in my backpack so that all my layovers are right when I land. I can put my contacts in, can wash my face. I can try to feel like a normal human, brush my teeth because again, you don't want to feel like just a zombie when you get there. And just by like washing your face and brushing your teeth, which is not weird to do in a bathroom in an airport, especially if you're traveling very far. So don't worry about that. If you do feel weird, you could do mouthwash or something. But just feeling like a normal person. So rather than having to open my suitcase and having the excuse like, oh, I really want to wash my face or put my contacts in, but I can't. I just put my toiletries in my backpack. I always pack melatonin. That just helps with jet lag, like trying to sleep when you can. I don't know. It's just better than NyQuil because I've definitely done the NyQuil thing and you just feel like a zombie afterwards. And I also, to help jet lag, use the Time Shifter app. So it tells you when you should be sleeping, when you should be drinking caffeine and all of this good stuff. So I highly recommend using the Time Shifter app. It helps you like you could put your trip in and you say when your flights are, when your layover is and all that stuff. And it will tell you the best way to ease in and out of your jet lag. 
Another app that I also use is called Lounge Buddy. So if you have a long layover, you can look at different lounges that you can buy to get in at the airport that you're going to. So for example, I have a seven hour layover in Dubai. So I picked a lounge on Lounge Buddy that has like a shower, it has Wi-Fi, they have, you know, snacks that you can eat while you're there because a seven-hour layover is so long and you honestly end up spending like $40, $50 anyway if you get have to get like lunch or a snack or whatever. Those are my resources and products for business and leisure that I use when I travel. Okay, and that's a wrap for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is always a pleasure to bring new content to you. I seriously appreciate you so, so, so much. And I love being able to connect and support you and your business dreams. If you love this episode, subscribe, rate, leave a review. Don't forget to join the Facebook group. Every Friday, I do a live mini training that goes along with this week's episode. So subscribe, rate, leave a review, and tag me in it on social so I can see and give you your free website audit. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you in the next episode.